Bertel makes a run ahead of it. Bergkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Bergkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to Burkett Wandland, my second show in two days. Show number three will be coming up later. Still not f- over the woo flu, but I'm getting there. It's just, just a little bit of a cold, people. Don't worry yourselves, bless you. Uh, the, the news today, Arsenal are top, top, top of the league by four clear points. Man City will not be going invincible yet again. No matter how much money you waste on your shitty club, you will never go invincible. Jurgen Klopp got sent off for being a knob, which is lovely. And uh, Arsenal won away at Leeds in the scrappiest game so far for me of the season. We would uh, possibly be lucky that we won that game. Uh, Gabriel did, and I said in uh, the preview show yesterday, and I said on the podcast last week, Gabriel can be a liability, and he proved me right. That's the only teeny-weeny minor point about the whole of the Arsenal at the moment is Gabriel having a touch of Xhaka circa 2018-2020. So with me to discuss the game this afternoon is Deke. How are you doing, Treacle? You're looking lovely tonight. I'm doing all right, fella. I'm doing all right. Um, having a, a come down from the uh, the, ro- the emotional roller coaster that the game offered me. Um, quite funny that I tweeted the game before where we played uh, Better Glimpse um, away from home. And I said that was one of the worst Arsenal performances that I've seen all season. And if we played anything like that, we would be having a tough game, if not losing it. And uh, well, it only took one game for me to prove my tweet correct. And uh, we really struggled against the lead side. Okay, we're away from home, but in the form that Arsenal were in with the quality that we've got displaying on the pitch, we should have dispatched with Leeds with with quick and earnest feelings. But that's for sure. Sign of a of a top top quality team. You play bad and you still win. Yeah, no, with- I've got, yeah, I agree, agree, completely agree with you there. You know, um, when a team is playing bad and we still get the dub, that's uh, that's when the uh, that's when you get the difference. That is the important thing, and people that people who don't who don't. Who aren't who don't love the Arsenal who love to moan about stuff and what were they saying about Saka for the first six or seven games of the season? Well, they were saying he was got... absolute dog shit. Was it? Was he got four goals, four assists? Yeah, he didn't have much, but now he is our top goal scorer with five goals. He's got four yeah. assists. And uh, I said to people beginning of the season when he wasn't doing much, I said just give him a while, Martinelli for the, for a few games, then it'd yep. be Saka for a few games, and it'd be but and when it clicks and when it's all of them, someone is getting. A mahoosive whopping, a whapping, whapping, sure, slapping. Either, either, either whappings they're or gonna, whippings. They're going to get chinned because uh, <laughs> when we're on form, bloody hell, we look good. But so many times in in recent, any time in in probably after the Invincibles to now, we'd have lost that game away at Leeds. We, we'd have done terrible. We'd have lost it. But this just shows up Mikel Arteta's modern Arsenal, where everybody pulls together, and even. Uh, dare we say we had the rub of the green with the referees? I think the rub of the green was pretty, pretty balanced, if I'm honest with you. Maybe it's that Arsenal bias. Maybe I looked at it with, with rose-tinted glasses, but I felt like the referee was a little bit bit of an odd job today. Okay, there was a couple of moments where it was a little bit either way, but I I feel like the refereeing and officials and everything like this country are absolutely shocking, especially with the 35-minute delay to begin cool. the game because of tech issues. That's completely embarrassing. I I can't believe that they rely on communications between visual and audio so heavily and they don't have some sort of instant backup plan. I find that completely perplexing. Um, So I know what they had to do for good reason, but it really tells me that they, uh, you know, they're just living in the fairies and not really thinking about the overall package and they should have come up with a backup plan to not allow that 35 minute um, delay. I feel like the you know we well we played a minute and nine seconds and Ben White played a played a bad pass to Saka which came off for a throw on and then he postponed for thirty five minutes and whatnot. I feel like it killed the game even to begin with. I feel like the I feel Divide. like it was detrimental. I feel like it was detrimental to Arsenal. Kind of it kind of got in our heads. I feel like it was like an old school mentality idea where we got uh, the the occasion got in our heads a little bit. Um, and, you know, we didn't play well today. Okay, we got the W, which is absolutely fantastic, and we definitely got the rub of the green with regards to the 
to the penalty uh, missed and uh, the, uh, the obviously the um, handball or that or the foul or whatever the red card and whatnot. But you know we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I feel like uh, you know we managed to we managed to get it. I feel like the delay may may have cost us. I don't know about you, Danny, but I feel like it. I, I feel like we definitely started the game when it when it properly started. We were just off the kilter from the very beginning. It was a little bit. I've never seen that before. We've played one minute and eleven seconds. I think we played of the game, and then um, if if people didn't know, then uh, the notes I made of this full start power cut between the referees and the VAR wherever they've done that on on the moon and the Hawkeye as well, apparently. Game we yeah game we started after it was stopped after eleven minutes so that's that's a little bit weird they they went ten minutes into the game but then when the restart they start restarted it at one minute and eleven seconds so that was at two forty two the game originally kicked off at two o'clock so why did they let it play for eleven minutes but they maybe I was dozed because I'd only just woken up from that so was there actually eleven minutes of play or was they yeah they kept the cat they kept it rolling they kept it rolling. They kept it rolling. They kept oh, the game rolling because they felt like they were going to rectify the problem within 10 minutes or whatnot. But it got to 10 minutes plus and then they ended up going, right, we're going to have to temporarily postpone to try and sort out this issue. That but it just, it. as I said, it just blows my mind that they haven't got some sort of backup contingency plan to well, first- uh, to help them in a situation like this. It's, ca- it's confusing. How much money they're struck into the Prem? It's crazy. Uh, it's a bit weird. Um, I don't think that's happened anywhere in football or but <clears throat> I've not seen it. Time. No. So um, I don't know what they're, have they come out of an explanation about? I uh, haven't seen or heard than... anything. I haven't seen or heard anything. The media, That's... unfortunately, has been completely swallowed up because of the, uh, the, the stopping of the city. Oh, sad times. Let's go and have a say hello to some of the, the, the wonderful people in the chat. There's Daniel Gordon there, friend of um, Chris Lodato there in, in sunny Florida. I hope the weather's nice for you. He says, yo, we got by with that one by the hair of our chinny chin chin. Also, we are top of the league. I Lovely. Keysby Knight. I know when was the last time we were four points clear at the top of the league. Keysby says, I wait, I wait eagerly for this dribble every week. <laughs> Sai <laughs> is there. I had my butt clenched for for the forty five and the twenty of the of the Liverpool game and the last twenty of the Liverpool game. Yeah, I put it in uh, one of our groups. I went Liverpool going to win today before the game even started, just because I'm living in my own simulation and I've decided I'm making the rules in my simulation and we're going to win the league. So uh, there you go. Jimmy says top of the league to you all. Lovely. Sai, one hour of butt clenching is enough for a weekend. The glutes are looking stellar. <laughs> uh, Nitsu says, I would have liked the defensive shape change earlier, but Arteta nailed that change. We were very lucky too. Arteta has his ability to change the formations when needed. He's got it spot on every single time. Yeah, I, but I agree with that. I, I was, I was, I was saying that the holding, because that was one of the first times we've brought in the holding moment where we're like, right, we need to hold the score, bring on holding, Rob holding and, and, and shut up shop. But I feel like he, 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 we waited maybe a little bit too long, but we, we got the W so he got it right. But uh, it was, it was, it was a little bit awkward for about 15 minutes. That's for sure. But we got, mm. the, as I said, we got the W. But it is, it's good that we've got someone as reliable as Big Bob Holding to come on and do the job. I love it. To do. And it's, it, must, uh, it makes me wonder if Tyranny has a future because at the moment, it, he, he, well, this time last year, he was our starting left back for everything. Now Zinchenko's come in and Zinchenko's the starting left back. And when Zinchenko isn't available, it seems to be that Tommy Ashu, after the, the wonder that it was against Liverpool, Tommy Ashu needs to be said, Does that make Kieran Tyranny our third choice left back? It's very difficult. I said that. Uh, I said it from the beginning after seeing a few games from Zinchenko. The ability to be able to play that inverted wing back. I said at the. I said at the start of the season. I felt like seeing he's definitely going to drop her because he's one of those very conventional left backs or or wing back in general, where he's only got that ability to really push to the byline and very blindly put the ball into the box. He's very old fashioned. We love him as a person. Um, we love his attitude and his mentality. We love his style. The fact that he tucks his shirt in. All of those things. We love it. But unfortunately, he's a very conventional old school left back and players to have the ability to play that inverted wing back role, especially with what Arteta wants to do. I feel like we're going to see uh, a very topsy-turvy season from Tierney, but he needs to prove it this season anyway, regardless, because the injury last season, you know, 
he's being super inconsistent like party but we'll see what happens who knows it's important to have plenty of depth in, in the squad. And I know we don't, I haven't got show notes, people. Sometimes it gets a little bit monotonous if I just go fourth minute this, seventh minute that. So depending on who I've got on, it's it's easier just, just to talk about the game in any old order. But I was, did you notice that Tommy Ashu was doing a lot of the stuff with his left foot? Easy, no problem. I had no idea that he was so easily, uh, there is a word for ambidextrous for feet, for feet, but, uh, um, but it's not pedidextrous. I thought it was just or anything ambidextrous. Like wasn't it not, no, is it not just that? Oh, no, okay. Separate word for when you can use both feet. Two and feet it was, dexterous. It was it was great. He'd, he'd trap the ball with his right, put it onto his left, pass it upfield, or he'd catch it with his left, put it on his right, and put it infield. They call him the uh, they call him the Santi Cazorla of Japanese wing backs. That's what oh. they call him. I don't know. I don't know. That's what they call him. That's what How the media call him. Calling him that about a minute. About thirty seconds. Listen, I only just preach what I I read. That's all I'm saying. Dan Laguna says, I am from Sweden. What is a T-R-I-K-E-L-E if I spelt it right? I have got no idea what that could be, Dan. Let me just put a little bit more info and I'll tell you what it was. Pete Colson is there as always. Strangest game ever. I liked Deke said uh, the W was thing. I, I probably said was w thing. Is I've got a couple of beers. So I probably did say was thing. I probably did. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who <laughs> knows? Um, says Erdegaard was dead 15 minutes into the second half. Yeah, I don't. When you, I, I didn't know the, 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 until we were talking last night in the preview show, wonderful show with me and Jock and Richard, mainly for those two. And Jock's a, got a, is, is a lovely man to speak to, very wise. And I, we went and had a look, and they were talking about the, the Europa League. I didn't realise that there's another stage after the group stage, another round. Normally it goes round of 32, then round of 16. Winners of the groups, so of the eight groups, go straight through to the round of 16. And then they've replaced the round of 32 with the eight teams from the Champions League, their third place ones, and the eight teams that are runners-up in the Europa League groups. And when so those this? This isn't always the... Pattern, no, they've right? done it for this one season and next season. Teams oh. in the Champions League aren't dropping down into the Europa League, apparently. So we need to finish top of our group. So all we need to do is have a win against PSV. Hold on, PSV. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> a touch of the Steve McLaren's, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you did, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we, we need to beat those because they last time I looked... Last I looked today, they, I think they won six nil again. And um, Gakpo is an apt, is a demon of a player, and this will be a big test for him. I've been saying it all season. He's got like double digits, goals and assists. Just saying, just yeah. saying, he's a good player, and he's got that height advantage as well, so you can play the ball out into. Imagine Ramsey getting on the end of, and then Gakpo's just like controlling it and playing the ball through. I'm just saying, Patrick. <laughs> And Patrick Carlson, I think, is also from Sweden. We've got two Swedes in here. It's a very wonderful kind of... Are Sweden at the World Cup? Because I think I may well be supporting Sweden. Oh, Norway aren't at the World Cup, are they? Which is a shame. No, they're not. Our, no, our no. captain isn't there. So I won't oh, be supporting England. Who are you supporting at the World Cup? You don't support England, I'm, do you? I, I'm going to watch it because it's football yeah. Um, yeah. and it's going to be around my uh, my birthday. My birthday is middle of December, so I'm going to be watching football the weekend and stuff like that. Gonna have a party around mine for a couple of days and whatnot. It's going to be good stuff. So I'm yeah. going to be watching football, but I I'm just going to follow England just for England's purposes. But there isn't anyone that really there's no teams that really grab me. No teams that have got. And I, I liked a little bit of Norway because um, mm. they were they were saying they were going to boycott the World Cup, and then they didn't get into the World Cup, and they were like, oh, we can't boycott it anymore. So I was like, yeah. all right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so I think San Marino uh, I, boycotting the World Cup as well. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to take it too seriously like I did the Euros, where it really, where you know the the Euro fever really gripped me. But Gareth yeah. Southgate's a bit of a mug. He's an absolute the guy. dickhead. Can't stand him. He's an absolute muppet. If Ben White don't get into the side, it tells me everything you need to know about the guy. The guy's an absolute joke. We scraped the Euros a couple of couple of uh, what was it last year? Sorry, mm. and uh, we were lucky to get where we were. And uh, I feel like the World Cup's really going to show everyone. How Garrett about Gareth Southgate really is. I really do. Well, for me to support the mighty England again is uh, I want Southgate must go and Harry Kane must retire because that's Agreed. that padding, penalty diving, scoring against San Marino, scumbag ruin. I can't celebrate. I love it. a good stat pad. I love oh, a good stat dear. pad. It cracks me up. That's anyway, what a lot of these average players do. That's what a lot of these average players do. They just stat pad. 
I do. Getting back to Patrick's uh, point, uh, Tierney starts on Thursday. We need rotation. Yeah, of course. I'm not. I'm Thursday. not doubting his rotational ability. I love. You know? I love Tierney. I love. I love Tierney too. On the side. Love him. I love his Definitely. attitude. He's a really good guy. Everyone loved the Tesco uh, plastic bag thing where he came in with his boots with no boot bag, uh, and uh, the fact that he, you know he tucks his shirt in. He's got that. He's got that real. Um, you know, I love the old ways of football and the classic style of everything. And you know, we love him for that. And uh, I don't doubt his rotational ability. That's for sure. So yeah, we do obviously need him for Thursday. But he really needs to push on mm. and become the starting left back for the Premier League and not the backup one for the Europa League group games. Yeah, that is. Uh, but it may be playing on his mind. That so I think he'd he'd walk into almost any Premier League starting eleven apart from probably Man City. And um, yeah. Chelsea because they've got they got is it Chilwell right back or left back? I never remember. Chilwell's left back, so it's Cucurella oh, and Chilwell. Cancelo right is one of the best left backs right now yeah. at the moment. He's uh, he's super he's consistent, and the goal that he scored last week was was absolutely phenomenal. So Loki says we got away with one today, a good old fashioned away win certainly Agreed. um dan uh, the gooner in sweden says when you introduce your guest she says oh hello treacle t-r-e-a-c-l-e Trickle. it is from only fools and horses the classic one of the greatest sitcom uh, comedy shows ever on the bbc and uh, del boy used to refer to everyone as Trello treacle you normally say it to women you do not say it to men but treacle treacle is a it's a bit like syrup you put yeah. it on top of desserts. Um, it's kind of one of those kind of, it's, it's basically syrup. Isn't treacle basically syrup? I think it is. They're all the same. Full of sugar. Yeah, sure. It's a topping. It's, an, it's a cream. It's like a, a topping of some sort that you put on cake. Yeah. It's nice. I don't know. Sweet. Any very sweet. Uh, Phil says, listen on the radio, still not sure how we got away with that. Yeah, we're going to come Agreed. to how we got away with it a little bit later on. Patrick says, no World Cup for Sweden. Every player is injured anyway. And just as Latan made his comeback, sad times. Pete says we need to uh, win against PSV, then a point in the remaining two games to ensure top of the Europa League and avoid the Champions League failures in a playoff two game. Oh, it's a two game playoff. Fuck, they oh, well, the, just go back to all the European competitions. You pay one team home and away, and the winner goes through to the next round. That's what football fans want. We don't want pointless. Or I say that. Did do you? Yeah, like it I, used I, to be. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. I don't know where we're going with all this. This I find it perplexing. I just, this is what the fuck's going on. You right like now. the group stages, or you prefer the um, one against one? Oh well, no, just keep it more well, original group stage, and then one v one after that. No, just one v one the whole time, all the just way. 1v1 just one v one all the whole time. Like the FA Cup. <laughs> oh, okay, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, but, sure. Not the, not the Europa but League. You've got, but the problem is with the Champions League and Europa League and stuff. You've got seeding with regards to the to the placement in the in the league. Yeah. on the team so you can't just go you know what I mean that wouldn't be fair what would what, be the purpose of finishing third or or, or fifth or whatever you just you just go in wherever you're going in Doesn't well really I'd also have it only the um, champions of each country would get into the Champions League oh money around okay a little so bit the champions more. and that's it so there's yeah. no incentive to second spot Oh yeah, you uh, you got the uh, the uh, UEFA Cup as I'm bringing it back, <laughs> and the Cup Jesus Winners Cup. Christ. That is a <laughs> huge drop off. That is a huge drop off. <laughs> so we'll be playing Glentoran and Kuzi. That would be the shortest week. Champions League. Like a, it'd be like a couple of weeks, and that'd be it. <laughs> be Real Madrid smashing the Finnish champions fourteen 0 home and away to <laughs> yeah, the semi final. It's literally what you would see. Ben, Benzema oh, scored 112 goals this season in the Champions League. <laughs> I don't it's, think it's, it's, Seven games. He does it in seven games because that's how many games there were. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so uh, Dan has put. So why do you call your guest s- syrup? Air. He's calling me sweet. That's like, oh, well, you're right, babe. You're right, sweet. Yeah, because it's uh, there. You go. Look, Pete Colson's got it there. Hello, treacle. It's term of endearment. Term of endearment. Hello, sausage. Yes, that's another exactly. one. It's, it's just a stupid it's a way. Tri- it's a cheeky little name. Yeah. English people say things to each other that are. That's it, that's it. Yeah, I suppose it used to be in the old days. You, a bloke would go up to a lady and say "hello, treacle," and he meant it because she was sweet and lovely. But you, you do that now, and you'd get a stiletto in the eye. That's yeah. You don't approach. <laughs> never, never don't. approach. Never approach. <laughs> no, just don't. Don't even look at them. Never approach them. Never communicate with them. Never talk to them. You're not allowed to do that. You get a slap no. on the hand if you go to even engage in conversation. Yeah, and I know this because my daughter is 24, and if any, any men talks to her, she will wrestle them to the floor 
Um, there you go. Proof of the pudding. Proof of the pudding treacle. Paul says, we are top of the league, top, top of the league. Petito in New York says, Spurs fans are rattled by our win today. Um, Buddy can. We need more players in January, and we won lucky. Madness of a game certainly is. Ah, Dan has got it. And help you out, Dan. Phil has put a syrup is what Conti wears on his head. Uh, syrup is also syrup of fig, which is a, a medicine. Uh, help you poo, and it means rhyming slang for a wig. There my mum, because my mum doesn't speak English properly, she sent me down when I was a, a story, nothing to do with football. She sent me down to Superdrugs in in Huntingdon once when I was about ten, and said, "Could you go and get me some syrup of figs?" Now, what she meant was syrup of figs. I spent all day going around Huntingdon High Street asking for syrup of figs. <laughs> Bloody woman comes to his country. She don't even speak the fucking language. Uh. Oh, dear, to get a little giggle about that. So that's my mother from Ireland. Um, oh, uh, Peter's put a question in there. We'll save that for later. Pete, lovely. Right, let's let's get back into the actual game. Looking at the uh, the lineups, is there is that the future of our lineup? Do you think playing four centre backs as a back four? Because you looking at that, we've had four clean sheets in our last six games. We, we've beaten Spurs, we've beaten Liverpool, we've had a tough away win here. We went and beat um, a Bodo Glimit that have had been unbeaten at home for 14 games, which is one white game away from equaling Barcelona's record. We are on a really decent run. Um, Ramsdale has been playing really well. So for me, I think he saved us today. Turner has been playing really well in Man the cup match. competitions. Um, according to whoscored.com, um, Gabriel got man of the match at centre-back. Oh, I don't think he did. And Saliba only got a 6.4. That's why this website should just be dragged into a bush and beaten to death. But what's your thoughts on uh, playing those back four? as four central defenders because it does mean we're a little bit less mobile down the wings doesn't it that's the that's the thing Arteta doesn't doesn't want that overall mobility down the wings he he wants that uh he wants that ability to be able to play those inverted wing backs um the reason why we're playing four center backs with white and tommy yasu is because they've got that ability to come into inside to play that inverted wing back role which is what Arteta clearly wants if such if if Sinchinko was fit a fit he would definitely be playing today. Um, as much as Tommy Asu played a super, uh, just unbelievable game against Liverpool with keeping Salah in his pocket and getting him substitute before the 70th minute was just, I still can't get over how well he played. Um, and today, once again, he didn't really, he proved right that he doesn't really put a foot wrong, which is brilliant because he's got two feet, uh, a left and a right foot. Um, as I said, he's the Santi Cazorla of Japanese wingbacks. Um, but, you know... Uh, <laughs> That's the reason why we're playing centre-backs at right-back and left-back, because they've got that ability. Um, so I'd be interested to see next. Obviously, it's not a priority in the January transfer, because we need to be going out and buying ourselves a winger to be able to relieve Saka of the duty of playing nearly 50 games in a row. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever unreal. it is, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's 51 um, games in a row. And I think yeah. they said Gabriel has played 49 it's in just, the league. It, yeah, it's crazy. I just perplex it I, like would you, we're so blessed that he's he's built like a tank like granite Xhaka. um we need that ability as well to offer something different as well when party gets injured because lakonga just just isn't it uh the guy needs a loan if we bought ourselves a, a midfielder i would see lakonga going out on loan if only he was kept fit as well um so him would be to burnley because he's manager and elect vincent company is currently manager of burnley and top of well, the they, championship well there you go you haven't, thought, you haven't been thinking about that you haven't been thinking about that have you but that's exactly right he needs to go out on a loan and, and something like burnley would be a, a phenomenal choice but um we need to be doing that and but i would in the summer i'd be interested to see who arteta goes in for an actual fully fledged right back because i feel like tommy yasu could definitely fulfill the backup role across the back but not be the starting right back. So a right back is what we would need to push for in the summer as a luxury, well, like a, a like a like a right. This is the priority now. Um, I'd be interested to see because I feel like they, you'd, you'd go for someone that's got the ability to come inside as well. So uh, look out for players that have got a good left peg as well as a right peg because I think he's falling in love with that idea. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, it's important to highlight just how good Leeds are. Stubborn they are at home. First game of the season, beat Wolves 2-1. Second game of the season, beat Chelsea 3-0. 
Then they drew 1-1 with Everton, and then they drew 0-0 with Aston Villa. We're the first team to go there and beat them at home this season. That is that is very important. Even if you go and have a look at in some of the cup competitions, to beat Barnsley 3-1 at home in the in the League Cup, and they had a couple of pre-season friendlies, smashed Calgary. Calgary? I know Le- Italian Allegri, one. the Italian team. Calgary, is it? I'm thinking of... Canada, isn't it, Calgary? You're thinking of, Ca- um, yeah. Cagliari. Calgary. Uh, smashed them 6-2. And, uh, yeah. It's been there. Cold. It's been uh, there. It's cold. Uh, yeah, not a happy place for me. So their their home form would have suggested that we uh, that going there and getting a win would, would have been really hard. But for for the, the, the performance they put out, and the uh, point I'm getting to is a quote here from Aaron Ramsdale on, on Twitter. And breathe exclamation mark. Football-wise, we were nowhere near it today, but that grit and determination was top. Huge credit to the fans. Hopefully, you have nails left. So uh, when you've got him coming out, and he had a magnificent game today, didn't he? I think he saved us on two or three occasions when they were through one goal. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I think he's man of the match. I I think Martinelli had a great game as well. He's tracking back. There was a lot of moments there where he's tracking back was just phenomenal. Um, I feel like he really saved us in a lot of dire situations. Um, it was a it was a game where we were fighting ourselves as well as Leeds. Leeds, are obviously, as you said, they you know they're, they they're a decent side. March is, is definitely playing them in the right tune, and today's pressing really showed that they've got the ability. I really like Rodrigo. I think he's a good player. I think like Harrison as well. Uh, Sinistero, he played phenomenal today. I like Leeds. They've got some really really talented players. Um, you know, I was following Rodrigo with my fantasy team this season, and then he got the, the, the you know the dislocation of the shoulder, which kind of kept him out, which made him loaded people drop him from their fantasy team. But he would be in the majority of fantasy teams because he's got that ability to come in and on his left uh, and put the ball into the back of the net. So we had a lot of moments where it was clenching bum time, and um, but uh, a very tough game overall. But yeah, Leeds are. Leeds aren't the old school of Leeds. They're mm-hmm. a team that can play the ball around and ping it about with uh, with great ease, which is what they showed today. I saw that young man come on, number 10, Somerville. I'd never heard of him. Apparently, he's Dutch. They got him from Feyenoord. And he is uh, only 20 years old. He looked really good. Yeah. And there was uh, one of the players you said, uh, Sinist- Sinistra. Sin- Sinistero or Sinistra. Yeah, he looked really good cutting in as well. Um, someone asked us a question, which I think is relevant now. I think it was um, I think it was uh, Phil Macker. He says, having listened on the radio, can you explain how Leeds got through on goal so often, yet we didn't change anything to stop them? I think that was mainly in the second half, wasn't it? We really struggled for about the last half hour of the second half. Yeah, I feel like one of these days, I feel like this game was um, was a situation where the inverted wingbacks ended up being uh, a detriment towards us. I feel like there was a lot of balls played down the right wing and the left wing in the second half um, when it came to coming to attack us. So we saw a lot of freedom down the wings uh, with a lot of dangerous balls cut back into the box. Um, as much as I love the inverted wingback role, it took Arteta a very long time to bring on Tierney to bring that conventional left back ability into into play and well luckily we managed to get through by the skin of our teeth but yeah today um you know the tactical change was was brought in quite late as we still managed to obviously get the points but i feel like you know inverted wingbacks really we we suffered today and, and it was shown by the ability of leeds and being able to catch us on the counter and then the, you know in the second half they kept the ball really really well we just we we just were knocked out of sorts and we couldn't really get back ourselves, you know, get ourselves back into it. I don't know what to say. I don't know if it's got anything to do with maybe the start of the game and the pressure of the of the pause for for over thirty minutes. Maybe that, as I said, the 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 atmosphere and and the and the whole atmosphere, the whole idea of the situation kind of got the better of us. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I think also looking at the fact that normally if we, we would have had uh, someone like Tommy Escher at right back and we'd have had Tierney or Zinchenko yeah. at left back, the, the point in the field where the Leeds wingers would have met them would have been more about the halfway line. And it yeah. wasn't. It was more in the, the last last quarter, last third of the field. So that's how they're getting all that way down there. And then they're getting the block and then struggling to get through. And then they were doing what Liverpool were doing, where they were putting a diagonal ball straight across the front of our players and trying to cut people out like that. And there was a lot of people passing the ball to each other. Um, 
Partey had this a, a few times where the ball would come to him, he'd have a sloppy first touch and then he'd lose the ball again, then he'd run back and get it again. And all these things just uh, just all came together. And bringing on Bamford, who is a hell of a player, but I mean, my God, he's so injury-prone, he should be, Arsenal should sign him uh, straight away because uh, he is an absolute nightmare for getting injured. But as soon as he came on, he, he got that early penalty which was um, apparently I, my my my, my um, stream had gone off, so I, I didn't see what the penalty was. But according to the radio, it was the um, it was hit the ball hit Saliba's arm, which isn't the first time that's happened this season for for centre backs where you're getting penalties all over the place. And then he took the penalty and he went to uh, Ramsdale's left to the to Ram to um, Bamford's right, and he put it wide, but. Ramsdale had that corner covered. Um, when Ramsdale dived down, his hand, back of his hand, was against the bottom left-hand corner of the post. So even if he'd have tucked it in at the right angle, I think Ramsdale would have got to it. And that's, so that was about two or three times that Ramsdale saved us, and he, he would have saved that. So, what's your thoughts on the uh, the two penalties, or didn't you see it? Um, yeah, no, uh, I sent you a picture just now on Twitter. So I don't know if you want to grab that up yeah. um, and just chuck it up on the screen. Uh, I managed to get a grab from the play, um, the play up until the moment of the penalty that was given against Saliba for the handball, which was, I feel like it was unlucky. Um, okay, we've seen him given this season, that's for sure. Um, but I feel like it was unlucky. Um, but there was a moment up, up until the play um, that I feel like VAR should have stepped in. It even showed it in the, in the replay of the actual uh, moment of the said foul, um, which I was able to grab it from. So I'm, I'm a little bit confused. So this is the ball. Uh, being played out here, out to the right-hand side, you can see that White, and uh, I think that's what is that? Is that Saliba? I think that might be Saliba um, holding the line, and uh, you see the Leeds player clearly offside here. And this was up to this was in the build-up to the penalty that Bamford ended up missing. Um, so I'm confused. <laughs> can someone give me an answer as to um, what consistencies? And this was shown in the replay up until the moment. So this was broadcasted on on television, not even in in real time, but even in a replay. Um, that's how I was able to get this grab. Um, can, I, I'm confused. Um, is that offside or is that not offside? And the linesman's in line with the with the attacking player. He's not in. It's not like he's not in line with anyone else. He's he's following this game very very closely. Yeah. And it's not been given an offside. It's it's it, the VAR goes back and gives the penalty. I thought if this was Arsenal in Arsenal situation, I feel like you know I feel like we can all agree that uh, we wouldn't be getting the penalty. We would be getting the offside. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, problems going over the, the last few weekends of uh, dodgy calls and they go back and look. But as we saw today with, with, with the Liverpool-Man City game, they are changing their minds and they are uh, disallowing stuff and moving stuff off. And uh, for us to move on to the Gabriel penalty where it was the first time you see it, you think, what the hell are you doing? He's gone full Xhaka. He's been he's been pulled down. He should have left it, but he didn't. As he fell down, he kind of retaliated with his legs, but luckily he, he missed. And then the, the Leeds player made, made the most of it. Bamford, and so, it was Bamford again. It was Bamford yeah. again. He was the, he was the, he was, he came on and pantomime, pantomime villain penalty yeah. miss. And, uh, and his attitude. And, and then and obviously the ref- that situation with Gabriel. And the referee um, went and said, right, red card penalty. And then for was the linesman that called it, it was the linesman that called it, which is really annoying. I find that frustrating more than anything as well. When a linesman gets involved, um, when it's not his job, it's like the line, it's like the referee, you know, calling the offsides. Why, why didn't the linesman see the initial push from Bamford or the initial interaction? He obviously wanted to try and get the best out of Gabriel. And that's the reason why he, okay, he reacted really badly. And we've and I've said this to you before on, on this podcast, I've said myself that Gabriel at some point this season is going to cost us big. And he got away with it today. But as you said at the very start of the pod, there's going to be a moment where we need to really start thinking about an alternative here. Is this going to be a moment where we need to bring in a Tommy Asu at left centre-back? You know, we really need to start thinking about this because Saliba at some point is going to... And he had a good game. But there's you can have a great game and still give away a penalty. It's like, still a, 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 a possibility. And, and I feel like that was definitely an opportunity for him to do today. Um, I'm glad that the the referee went and watched it. Um, I was waiting for it to be called as a penalty, which is which is you know which is what we're used to seeing. Um, but the fact that he rescinded the uh, the red card and turned into a yellow card, but he didn't give Bamford a yellow card, so that kind of goes against the whole idea of the whole note of in the emotion in the first place. 
if he feels like Gabriel was 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 pushed into that situation, then why wasn't the yellow card given to Bamford for for the his enactment into the situation? I don't get it. I don't get I'm it. Glad the like, it's a lot of inconsistencies. Uh, I don't know. Was cancelled and and I mean, how often to see a red card um, altered? Almost never. The the amount of luck we have had yeah. in, with yeah, that and him missing the first penalty and then Gabriel giving away the second penalty. Um, like Don Juan says, I think Gabby had a good game up to that point, and people will make mistakes. And and go, at the moment, we've we've played thirteen games this season and won twelve of them. And there will be a patch where we're going to go into a patch of four or five games and we'll lose a couple and we draw one and then we draw another one and then we go, well, we haven't won a game in four games. That is going to happen this season, and that will be like today a real test of of the team unity and of Arteta's tactics and how the players um, deal with stuff like this. Because there's no way we're going to go the rest of the season without losing a game. We may get knocked out of the FA Cup and then the League Cup and then other things like that. But then we just need to look back at times like this and go, what an unbelievable start to the season. When would you have thought that we'd have gone 12 wins out of 13 from the start of the season before the season started? I feel like we had a great summer, Danny. Mm. I feel like we had a great summer, but I definitely didn't think we'd be doing as well as we have been, that's for sure. I think winning the league or being successful when it comes to being a football club, I think it's not about how you win a game. It's about how you bounce back from a loss or bounce back from a draw. That Mm. shows how you win titles. Because as you said, you're not going to go through the season unbeaten. That's completely, it's it's anomaly. It's an it's an anomaly, and it's not going to be it's not going to be it's not going to be repeated. City have been proven once again that they're not going to be doing anything that the Invincibles have become, um, and that's just is what it is. So as I said, it's not about how you win games; it's about how you bounce back from a loss or a draw. And today we 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 played <clears> shit. Liverpool Leeds played brilliantly, played us off the park, but we still managed to get that goal that Saka scored from an impossible angle. Yeah, it's going to talk about that now the only note I made from the game is I'm still not even sure how he did it up at 34th minute sack a goal their right back this is what this what their right back did was the kind of stuff you expect to see in FIFA the day it's released before they've got a patch going on it you mean left back no they're right back he they're right they're they're right back hoofed it from the right back position all the way across to the other side of the field to their left back no that was Rodrigo that was Rodrigo that was Rodrigo Absolutely mental. And yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Why, why he would do that? It was almost no like clue. he was trying to clear it into Rose. Spread the plays, just spreading the play, <laughs> and it was just a shit pass from Rodrigo. And then Sasaka so went shit. for it, and then the ball came down, and then it landed at Erdegaard, who put it through to Saka, and Saka went, I'm having a run on this. So he goes headed towards the goal at such a narrow. I thought it was heavy. I thought the pass was heavy. Yeah, I thought the yeah, pass was heavy. There, there was no way you're going to get that. So he ran to the keeper, spanked it, and with his right foot. Yeah, weak foot. Past the keeper at the far post. I mean, if that hasn't got Paul Daniels written all over it, I've got no idea what is or or the American equivalent to someone who does wonderful magic. Have you any? Has anybody even in the chat got any explanation of how he managed to do that or of you? Because that is it's do unbelievable. Know, do you know what I said? Do you know what I said before he Good. buried it? I literally verbalized out loud. I said, "Wrong pass." <laughs> 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 I said wrong pass to Erdogan. I was like, heavy, not the right pass. And he rifles it into the roof of the net. The irony is that obviously Gabriel Jesus had a chance earlier on uh, from that angle. I'm pretty sure it was from a corner or something like that, where he had a chance to be able to rifle it in the net from that kind of angle. And he missed it. And I was like, oh, well, we're not, we're not scoring. We're not scoring there. I agree. There's poor goalkeeping involved as well. Um, but, uh, but from that angle, I was literally, yeah. I was literally gobsmacked. You could have score from that. How? Yeah. Poor goalkeeping, but he did, but I feel like he's done unlucky as well. He did the right thing. He blocked off the near post. He didn't want to be beaten near post. He wanted to offer Saka out to the back post. And Saka was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to just rifle this above your head. So it was, it's unfortunate goalkeeping more than I feel like it's poor goalkeeping. He did the right thing. There There you go. That's a better angle. Uh, You know, he did the right thing. He he covered his near post, which is what you need to be doing as a keeper. You need to be offering out wide so you can get your body across. But right. But Saka didn't do near or wide. He just went top. And, you know, those sorts of exactly, you know, defying logic and stuff. Those sorts of goals are a special one, uh, you know, one in a million kind of goals. And, you know, he's, he's got us out of two games in a row now. 
um, with with quite fluky goals. One based on pure pure luck, and this one based on pure talent. Um, so yeah, thank God he scored because it uh, it definitely would have been a nil nil game. That's for sure. Two, yeah, like you're saying, back to back games now. Where he saved as that first one was just uh, against Bodo was just a bounce back off him and then went in. And and then that one. So I'm just going to have a look at the goal here. I can't share it with you, but yeah, Erdegaard puts it through. You were screaming bad ball. And then how? He, yes. he gets it, puts it in the far corner. Unbelievable. I thought it was a heavy pass. I thought yeah. it was a heavy pass. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, here we he are. Did. It was a heavy pass because he had to chase it. And I think that helped him with uh, with the amount of power that he was just gone. He'd just gone, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to spank this. Have a go. I'm not even sure if he even curled it. I think no, he, maybe. Just, he just knuckled the shit out of oh. it, I feel. He knuckled the shit out of it and it just hit the roof of the net. And it was just a, it was a moment where it was an audible gasp for me. Um, I was like, but no, I don't, oh, that sums oh, up Arteta's arsehole, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, getting getting the win against all odds uh, today was, was definitely something that I want to get to <coughs> used to see. When it comes to the Arteta's army, that's for sure. Um, so where are we up to? Uh, Don one says, "Oh no, it's a bit higher than that." Uh, Don says, uh, "Saliba had a howler, but nobody's talking about it because uh, we're not here to moan anymore." We had a little moan about Gabriel, and we're moving on. We can only have one moan about this wonderful team at a time. Bob Lex, hello, Mister Bob. Happy Invincible Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Avon, lovely goal. Don Juan, sack a goal was crazy, especially from that angle. Uh, Pete says, has anybody said happy Invincibles Day yet? It always gets cel- worth celebrating, guys. Sai says, if we lose a- another game this season, I'm back to spreading the Arteta out gospel. <laughs> another game this season? Oh, come on. Uh, Patrick says, poor goalkeeping. Avon says, Saka has convinced me he'll go low with all the misses. Then he roofs one. Amazing. Ah, Sky is there. Uh, Uh, yeah, yeah, weighed that pass brilliantly. (laughs) Of course, it was brilliant, but I, 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 listen. I'm being honest. I didn't need to tell you that piece of information. I could have just been really boastful and go, that was perfect. I said, I verbally said it was perfect, but I was, I'm being honest. I felt like it was a heavy pass, but Saka just really made the best out of a situation. And and his talent speaks volumes, doesn't it? Jesus Christ. What a player. Uh, he's going to sign a contract, mate. He's going to sign. He's going to sign. And Saliba and Martinelli. They're all going to sign. Me too. Uh, Sky says he is Norwegian, so he is biased. We've got plenty of Scandinavians in here tonight, which is lovely to Loving see. Loving it. Love it. They've got a good Scandi. Um, where is it? Uh, wait, 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 wait. There you go. Arnie. He's, Arnie's from Iceland. He's Norwegian. He's Norwegian, Scandinavian. Scandinavia is it... Norway, Sweden, and Denmark, I think. That's it. It's Finland that's not Scandi, right? And nor, nor is Iceland because it's miles away. Right? I can't remember which one it was. I don't think they'll care. Who's owned? Uh, so isn't they, aren't they owned by another country? Who? Iceland? Yeah. Yeah, they're owned by B-Jams. <laughs> no one's what about Greenland? That. <laughs> what about Greenland? Is that Sweden? Well, Iceland, Greenland has no green. There is no sneaky. I know it's the other way around. No, don't come here. It's all ice. It's not. There's trees. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, all the Vikings. Don't muck with them. Muck around with them. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, Sky says we're 11 points in front of fifth place doing great we certainly are um, what other things about the game do you want to mention if you even look at the stats from the game total shots they had 16 we had 9 both had 4 on target they had 5 shots off target we only had 2 shots blocked 7 for us they had 7 blocked and we had 3 blocked so who blocked all of ours I have no clue. I've got some stats here on Sky Sports with regards oh, to average ratings for players, if you want yep. these. Yep. Uh, Ramsdale, for me, as he said, man of the match performance. Definitely. He got himself a nine. White got himself a six. I feel like, once again, he didn't really... He got beaten a few times, but you know we can only ask so much from a centre-back that's playing at right-back when when we're being asked to play an inverted wing-back role. So, you know, it's, I think that's quite difficult. Saliba on a five. Um, I do feel like Saliba had a bad game today. You know, we're not we're not in that mindset this season, which I feel like it's got definitely something to do with the fact that we're doing so well, that we don't lambast a player when they're doing something wrong. We try and boost them up a little bit more, which is definitely showing signs of uh, of of 
you know, Arsenal. I've never seen Arsenal, for example, when we when we concede a goal in some of the games this season, we've 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 bounced back within a minute or or two. Um, I feel that's got a lot to do with the fact that our mentality has changed within the fan base as well as the club. Um, Gabriel on an eight. I feel like that's I feel like that's maybe maybe a seven. I don't know. I think an eight's maybe a little bit 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 uh, bit too high. Tommy Asu on a six. I feel like that's once again with the white situation. He's being quite unstuck. Uh, Party on a seven. Jacker on a six. I think Jacker was quiet today. I feel like we didn't have that passing ability that normally um, offers. I feel like we were quashed out of the game in the middle of the park. Um, Erdegaard had a seven. I feel like he was one of our, he was only our only dangerous player when it came to attacking ability. Um, Saka on an eight, obviously he got ourselves that goal. Um, get Jesus, I feel like was, was just on par with, uh, with Saliba. He gave Sky Sports have given Jesus a six, but I feel like he may have been a five. I feel like we had, we probably saw the worst game, um, in an Arsenal shirt for Gabriel Jesus. And I'm not going to jump on the guy's back. The guy's been phenomenal for us and he's definitely changed his football club, but we've definitely seen a game, um, with Gabriel Jesus on the back of an Arsenal shirt that he's going to be wanting to forget, um, sooner rather than later. Martinelli coming in with a seven. I feel like that seven is, is confident towards his defensive ability, abilities today. I feel like he's tracking a back, tracking back. Uh, moments were were the reason why he got such a decent rating. Um, I don't know how you feel about those ratings, Danny, and how do you feel about the substitutions that were brought into play? Yeah, uh, the substitutions saved the game for me. Uh, Vieira, I expect a little bit more from him. Like you're saying, yeah, Gabriel only had one shot in the entire, and Jesus only had one shot in the entire game. But I, I don't think we set up. They went there and to set up because we knew the way they play and we knew the way that they have their home form and the number they've got conceded the least number of goals at home in the Premier League. And so I think the formation was sent there to attack down the wings, keep a solid back five. Like you're saying, Xhaka was quiet. Party was a little bit quiet to stay deep, block stuff off, and and try and win by one goal. That's that's the kind of feeling I got. So it was a, wasn't an interesting game to watch. A little bit boring, a little bit frustrating. Jesus, you see, he was he's, um, you can tell he's getting frustrated by the more positions he is seeing where his left wing is out on the right wing. He's dropping deep. He's making runs, and then even when um, Nketiah came on and he came on in the, um, the the eighty second minute, not enough time to really do anything. But he wasn't really able to get much out of it either. But Leeds don't come to play um, goal scoring attacking football. They they'd have been quite happy there to win one nil, and I think that they that just reflected they, yeah, they... in our team. Yeah, they came to just suffocate the game, didn't they? They weren't there. That's really. all they can do when you pop with the league and you're doing terribly. I mean, sure, the they, league, I mean, they're 15th. Yeah, they, they they were they were very close to getting themselves a point um, with the obviously the Bamford miss and then the Gabriel situation. Mm. Um, you know, they 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 suffocate games. They just they they grab hold of games and, and take the life out of them. They're not really. They don't play possessive um, possession based football, attacking football. Or really defensive football. It's very, it's very, it's not even really negative. It's very just neutral football. Um, you know, I I think about it all the time that I'm blessed to be supporting Arsenal because you see some great football being played. I'd hate to be one of the supporters that has to watch a football team that plays fucking one. Week. You know, just every oh. week you have to watch them and they play so fucking passive aggressive. You're like, Burnley oh, Stoke, isn't God. it? Burnley Stoke. Oh. Them, West Brom. It's so as much as they Let's as lose. much as they played us off the park. It's boring to fucking watch. It's so boring. It's such passive. Well, we football. had to go there and play their type of football. We couldn't play our type of football because they wouldn't let us. Yeah, just so yeah, the could... adaptability of, yeah, of our just, team to just, go there and match them. Yeah, yeah, it's boring. It's really boring football to watch. I think we're blessed as Arsenal fans to be able to watch a team that plays so well, um, but also play so expressively where we just play the ball over the park and we have some really great interactions with the players. And it's just enjoyable. I feel like it's, I think we're blessed in that regard. But at the end of the proverbial day, because it nearly is the end of the day, this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs, is the league table. Arsenal are top after 10 games with 27 points. I can't lean that far. 27 points. We have four points ahead of Man City and Spurs. We are eight points ahead of Chelsea. We are nine points ahead of Man United and we are 14 points ahead of Liverpool. I mean, that's, that's all you need to know, isn't it? Magnificent I, start to the season. One dodgy did, game. Did you see the Sky Sports thing the other day? Was it what yesterday? Where they put up the table or the prem 
and they you know they normally do the top 10 and then, and then 11 to 20 10 yeah. 10 they did 11 because they had to get liverpool in there <laughs> they did they did they did the top uh, 11 teams oh, that is like, the uh, scouts mafia <laughs> they are everywhere we're not in the bottom half we're, uh... No, they're, they're eighth now. They managed to get themselves a victory against City. And as much as it's detrimental to more, towards my fantasy Premier League team, because yeah. I've got Cancelo, De Bruyne and Holland, because you wouldn't not have Holland if you're playing Why fantasy team. Um, he's, well, he's like 100 and something points at the moment. Okay. Um, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs, Man United. Uh, no, I've got no, Spurs, I've got no Spurs or Liverpool players, but I do have City players because, you know, That's they're, acceptable. Just, they're just broken. Uh, but uh, yeah, obviously it's, it's interesting to see. But we're four points top of the table right now. Um, I definitely didn't think that that was going to be a thing that was going to be happening. Ever. The only way we'd ever be four points top is if we played two games and everyone else only ever played one, and they all drew. That's the only way. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that we're doing as well as we have done, um, especially with the results with Tottenham and Liverpool following uh, game after game. Um, I feel like that's a real sign. I feel like Man United was a bit of a was a bit of an anomaly. Um, I feel like the VAR situation with the Odegaard push onto uh, was it Ericsson and then the Martinelli goal that was disallowed. I feel like it really killed the game. I think we spoke about that, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a bit of an anomaly when it comes to this season. I feel like if the game is allowed to play from start to finish without any sort of interference with regards to today, I feel like there was interference with the mouth, you know, the the power car and all of that. I felt like I got into the heads of the Arsenal players. I said that at the start. Yeah. But I, I feel like we can do something a little bit dirty this season. But it all depends on what we do in January. We we need to we need to do something, you know. Um, got a couple of questions coming up, but we'll start with this one from Sky. He says, Can you give a starting eleven v PSV? We should play the rest of uh, we should play to rest some players. And still have a good chance of winning on Thursday. The game is. Are we home or away? I think we're home. Uh, yeah, we're home to PSV. Uh, yeah, this is the so the Premier League games from Tuesday to Thursday this week. Yeah. Um, and Arsenal Man City game has been. We would have been playing City on Wednesday, um, but that's being disallowed, and we'd be playing on Thursday against PSV. Um, I think starting eleven is going to be your usual Europa League starting eleven. I don't think there's going to be any change. I don't think. I don't think I don't think there's going to be much that we're going to be doing differently when it comes to against PSV. Um, I feel like we've got, regardless of what this, I feel like we're good enough. I feel like obviously Gakpo, we need to be we need to be wary of him. But I feel like we've got enough in the bag to be able to do a result against PSV. Um, and uh, you know, I've made, well, we might see a hybrid version of what we saw but against Berdaglimp, where we see like a Martinelli and Saka coming, getting involved in a Jacker late on. Um, but we'll see what happens. But I, I feel like it's going to be, I don't know about you, Danny, but I feel like it's going to be just a standard Europa League with your, with your Tierney, your holding involved and, um, and, and your Tommy Asu and stuff like that at right back um, with your Laconga involved in Vieira and Enketi. I don't think there's going to be really any differences. I feel like Nelson once again showed that he hasn't, he just hasn't got it. I've, I've been saying it for years. I feel like he just hasn't got it. We need to just let him go and move on and just, uh, and, and make peace with that. And, uh, you know, we might see a, a resurgence of Marquinhos. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, Tommy well, Asu at left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to look at the game that we've got after that, which is going to be we're away to Southampton a week today. That's not really going to be a, an overly tough game because Southampton aren't that good of a team. And they, uh, no, no. So I think because of the situation where the winner gets through, misses, skips around. We have to play our full strength team against PSV. Uh, they are just looking at them in the three um, group games. They've scored eleven and conceded two. We've scored six and conceded one. Um, Zurich have lost all four, and Bodo they're they're kind of out of it as well. And I think it's really important that we go and we do everything to make sure that we we, we finish top of the league. If we go, if we beat them at home, then maybe um, we'll be able to take it a little bit easier in, in the away leg. And definitely, we will see. Uh, I think even Cedric will get a game in the, uh, the the second leg against Zurich. So need to get this sorted out, tucked away, and then because uh, they've already drawn one game in their group stage. Have they? Did I say that they'd drawn one? Yeah, they did. They've drawn one, and so that's that how against? we're gonna. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, okay. sure. I've got all the fixtures up. It was either oh, drew one one at home to Bodo. 
which is uh, which is the other decent team in the league. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think we'd be fine. Play full strength team. And then because we've got Southampton after, I'd rather rest a few players against Southampton, only maybe one or two, and then just put full strength out to beat PSV at home. That's, that's what's important for me, only because it's uh, the next round. Right, a couple of questions. Pete Colson, oh bloody, they're all from Pete. He says, uh, we have had a few questionable decisions go for us, which never used to happen. Are we now perceived differently by the refs? I was thinking this very thing today. We have had a right stroke of luck. I feel like it was balanced today. I feel like there was a lot of moments where Leeds got the rub of the green, as we, as we as did we. But I feel like it wasn't really rub of the green. I feel like it was um, a situation of calls that were made correctly and not against us. So not not for us, but just with us. Do you know what I mean? There's obviously a difference there. There's, I wasn't. I didn't feel like it was any major bias when it came to decisions for us. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I've you know, today, you know, that that Gabriel situation with the, with the handball. I feel like any other day that could have been potentially just been a penalty and there wouldn't have really been any looking. So I mean, I'm impressed to see refereeing. I feel like he started bad and, and ended strong, the referee. Um, as I said, maybe his head wasn't in, uh, was was messed up because of the, the massive st- um, stall at the start of the game. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's balanced. I don't feel like we're in a situation where we can start talking comparisons to Fergie time or something like that. Which happened again today against us, going up to like ninety nine minutes. It was, just, it was like, mate, just blow the fucking whistle. What is going on here? I don't think we're anywhere near that. But it's nice to see um, a game being called um, with balance more than more than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just pressing some buttons. Um, yes, sir. There is a for Sunday roast ten o'clock. Mike, me and Mike is back. Um, Patrick says a backline of Tommy holding Gabby and Tierney. I think that could well yeah, be. Yeah, I it. think that's something like that. Yeah, would be what's going to happen. Pete Colson, strong team against PSV. We need to put that top spot to bed. And uh, Keysby says, could this be a game for Cedric? No. There's very rarely. Is he even a game back? Is he still, is he fit yet? He was wandering around on the pitch today. He was taking charge of uh, training sessions for the under 15s, wasn't he? Which is nice. Yeah. So I think Interesting. Maybe All right. Well, a, maybe that's where he's going to be headed. He's an Arsenal fan. He's loving his time there, and he's a, a fully fledged international. Played in a few countries for a few. I've got no qualms with Cedric. I think he's a good lad. Yes, um, Avon says, "What do you think of Gary Neville?" We can't really. Did you, I, did you see the interaction between him and Mika Richards on Sky no. Sports after the game? No. Um, still having a Mika Richards was like, you know, you've really got to start looking at Arsenal as a team that's really going to start competing this season. And Gary Neville was just once again just going, "Nah, mate, they're shit." Basically, I'm not saying verbatim, but he's still having a pop, and yeah. it's and uh, and Mika Richards is like, yeah, I know, I get it. City are uh, a team that if they lose a couple of their star players, they've still got great um, backup options that they can just carry on without skipping a beat. And also, don't have that right now. But you can't. But that's but that's a, that's a that's a, hype, a hyperbole. That's something that a possibility. You know, you're just assuming Arsenal are going to have a, a plethora of injuries. Who knows? You might have a fluke season, and everybody stays fit for all 38 games who knows so you've just got to play with that mindset and uh and Micah Richards was getting shot down today by Gary Neville the irony is I was having a chat in the pub last week with um I think it was a uh, an ex-Liverpool fan that was it yeah an ex-Liverpool fan he was going yeah Gary Neville he's so biasedly hates Arsenal uh sorry uh hates Liverpool and I was like it's probably got something to do with the fact that he's a Man United fight player Probably got something to do with the fact of that, and then that, that you've got like a heated rivalry for so many years. But I said, don't feel like it's it's just constantly on you. I, and I gave him a couple of examples, uh, ex- uh, including the Brentford when he was dancing and celebrating with the Brentford fans after beating Arsenal last season. I was like, he's a twat to the majority of clubs, including us. So I wouldn't Plus worry about him. He's a massive bell end, and he's yeah. the guy that speaks and praises. Yeah, I'm against the World Cup. But I'm going to be going doing commentary for BN. Yes. Fake woke twat. Uh, Petito makes a good point. We are one Haaland injury for Man City away from competing. And I say every time I'm a Dortmund fan, I've been a Dortmund fan since they made the champions, the Europa Cup, Europa, European Cup final back in the, the late 80s, I think it was early 90s, something like that. 
and uh, I, I like them because they played in yellow simple as that and they're continental written on their shirts and so i've been uh watching dortmund for all these years and he always gets injured and he always will get injured and he will always miss a handful of games and it may even come down to it where it it's going to be he might be injured when we we play them because those home and away games, if we, we've got the advantage now, they've got the, the goal difference advantage. That's out the window. We've got four point advantage. We can afford to go there and draw with them home and draw with them away, or maybe even lo- draw one and lose the other. And they're still, as long as we just keep on going the way we're going, but that's, that's way too far in the future to talk about. Let's have another question. Um, here we go. Smile on from Pete. Considering he is on the one booking way from a ban, should Jesus conspire to get a booking against the Saints so that he is banned for the Forest game rather than we lose risking him for the Chavs? There was talk about this getting a booking in the last minute in the um the last game that we the last league game that we played. Who was that against? I've forgotten already. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, well, I wanted him I wanted him to get a, a last minute yellow card at the end of the Liverpool game so he'd miss this game. And then be able to just have a, a, f- a few more games um, to build up his his match uh, sharpness for the game against against the the rent boys. Chavs is way too a polite of a word. Rent boys um, on the eighth of November. Uh, yes, um, Sky agrees he should, and Avon says that's a plan. And Patrick says Zinni must be back soon. And there's been no not too much of explanation about what what he's been up to. So. Uh, yeah, be back sooner or later. Maybe might even see him in defensive midfield, like he plays for the national team, which could solve a lot of our problems when Party eventually gets um, injured or sent off or just goes missing. So there you go. That's one hour, people. Um, let us know what you think about the kind of newish format where we don't go through it minute by minute. We just we just uh, talk about the team, talk about other things that we can think about at the time. Then they pop up into our tiny little brains, and we we shout things. We're doing that for. That's, me, that's words that's me throwing up words because that's what i'm doing it is indeed right um if people want to like the cut of your jib where can they find you if they want to give, come and give you some abuse online you can come and give me abuse here um but i say to everybody as danny knows follow me at your own peril i'm extremely <laughs> political so uh you know phil phil knows follow me at your own peril so that's up to you don't be coming to me and crying to me that i've hurt your feelings and that is D E A C O N J U S T I F I E D on the Twitters. So yeah, Deacon Justified. People. Sorry, I forgot that people listen to this without the visuals. Not most using people. your, not using your orbs in your face. Yeah, most people don't uh, don't watch the YouTube. It's mainly uh, uh, iTunes and Spotify and all those other tax dodgers. Uh, and yeah, like Loki says, thumbs up if you are new here. Feel free to give it a. Uh, a subscribe and we will send Stick your right bill for seventy nine ninety nine a month for every month that you are subscribed and we will come round and take all your pot plants so there you go and um, we are going to be back in an hour with mike from the gooners pod we have missed about i think the last one we did was september the 11th mike was busy and then i was ill with the covid ings and then uh no one else can do you know it what, i was just it. thinking about fucking phone jacker and you just went ings because you were going, nah, 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 nah. So I was thinking about Fojack, and then you just went ing. So that's very cool. <laughs> uh, wasted on people outside of the. No, nah, it's wasted. Right. If you don't know Fojack or Facejack, you just it's just wasted upon you. And if you don't know what B jams is, that's wasted on you as well. Be Iceland in this country is a store that it's a freezer store where you have all frozen food and cheap food, and uh, they were originally called B jam which is why I said Iceland used to be B-Jams, but wasted, wasted on most of you. Anyway, Dee, thank you very much as always. You've been, uh, oh, Kate, Kate is late. Oh, hi. There you go. We'll end the show on that. You've been uh, been wonderful as usual. Um, I'm now back doing all of the usual shows, I think, unless it's a really early kickoff. Some of the previews we will do the day before, because sometimes it's a bit much doing two or three shows in one day. I've got other stuff to do. I don't. I don't have anything to do. And I'm going to go and have uh, my favourite tipple, which is a tin of mushroom soup with a tin of tuna mixed in. Obviously no oil because I'm not an animal. I microwave <laughs> it and it is an absolute delight. So, disgusting. Uh, don't be t- people are probably eating right now. It's dinner. Don't be telling them something like that disgusting. This is ridiculous. Don't, don't food ridiculous. shame me. I just can't be bothered to cook and I'm not getting takeout anymore. I got chilli bite last night. I got chicken tikka. 
in a pit of bread and cheesy chips cost me £17.90. fucking ninety. What the what hell are is you ordering right that now? That was fourteen quid a few months Jesus ago. Christ. Absolute disgrace. They're putting so, a premium on you, that's what it is. Well, Izzy did come round and even he was shocked at the price when he did it. There you fucking go, it's premium on you. Jesus. Right, people, thank you very much. If you're new, subscribe, give it a thumbs up, copy this URL, add it to your email list and send it to everybody you know. And hopefully we'll have a million viewers by the end of the week. We'll be back at 10 o'clock with me and Mike, and I'll see you all later. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, yes, the walk and talk for men's mental health. Hell yeah, just had to get in there. Hey, with teeth, walk and talk. Men's mental health is important. Anyway, thanks for having me. See you all later. Oh, I forgot I've got to go and press this button, haven't I? I nearly ended the show without it. Have, Have some Steve and Dave as an outro. That will always make us happy. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged. Microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.